It's time for a TF52 flashback. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to get your opinion on this, Rob. Uh, I'm just going to read you the headline. I'm sure uh, everybody knows about what happened to Hillary today. Uh, Clinton unable to testify before Congress on Benghazi purported concussion cited. Well, I don't know whether she bumped her head no, she... uh, or not, which generally, you know, bumping your head would leave to a concussion. But uh, I'm a type of guy where I'm in sales, okay? I, uh, you know, I, I deal in sales. Uh, my job is to get somebody to buy or my job is to take away somebody's money from them who has no interest in what I have or uh, doesn't need what I have, but uh, my job is to make them do so. And one of the things that I like to tell them is that, you know, you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't do both. And obviously, in her case, she can make excuses or she could testify, but she can't do both. And she so obviously think- chose to make excuses mm-hmm. instead so- of testifying. And, you know, if we knew something, it was either going to come down to the fact that we would hear what Hillary had to say in regards to Benghazi and or there would be some excuse why she wasn't able to. And obviously, we got the excuse end of it today, and uh, it's no surprise to me. I'm not a uh, conspiracy guy, but I will say that I, I, I... And it's not just because of my conservative leanings. I do think, though, that, that there's there's got to be a reason she doesn't want to talk about it. Well, now, now, that's shifty. That's you talking, right? That's me. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy guy either. I used to be. I'm a conspiracy dropout. I'm a patriot <laughs> dropout. I truly am. Believe me, I used to be the guy that was there handing out the DVDs. I used to be the guy <laughs> there saying, what do you mean? What do you mean you drink the fluoride you don't care? What do you mean as long as you have a dollar bill to buy your toilet paper you don't need gold? What do you mean? What do you mean? I was that type of guy that would shove my shit down your throat. Okay, but no longer am I. And now I come from more of uh, a, a more conservative leanings. I, just like you stated, I truly do. Uh, so I understand exactly where you're coming from on this. But the fact of the matter is, is that these folks will perpetrate and do everything that they have to do right in front of our face and then tell us a story and we just eat it up like it's candy, my friend. Same thing goes with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State. Hillary Clinton is the person who who represents us and goes from country to country to country, uh, making relations with these countries. That is her job. When something goes wrong with one of those relations, she is the one who is to be held accountable for. If I'm not mistaken, just days after... The, 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 what I call for my terrorist, or my terrorist leanings, yes. My uh, conservative <laughs> leanings. Did you hear me say terrorist leanings? That's funny. My conservative leanings is that she called it a terrorist attack. And she's, and, and it was a terrorist attack. And she says, I am responsible for this, which is true. It does fall on her, but it, it even goes further than that. It's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This is the best you got? Someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America. Sure don't look like much. Angry White Guy Radio. 
Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different. The first part of the, like, Constitution. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52. Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. On the morning of April 19, 1995, a decorated Gulf War combat vet blew up the federal building in Oklahoma City using a truck bomb that he didn't build and a rider truck that he didn't rent with the help of a passenger who didn't exist. Having just gotten away with the largest act of terrorism on U.S. soil to date, the Fort Bragg-trained Special Forces sheep drip dropout blended in with the crowd by making his getaway in a car without a license plate and was immediately pulled over. The ATF was the supposed target of the attack, but luckily all of their agents were out of the office that morning. Later that day, the president boldly declared, We will find the people who did this. And when we do, justice will be swift, certain, and severe. Except for John Doe number two. John Doe number two. John Doe number two. Who, according to the FBI, never existed. In McVeigh's unprecedented three and a half week trial, the prosecution didn't show the CCTV footage of him and John Doe number two parking the rider truck. Didn't explain why 24 separate witnesses mass hallucinated the existence of John Doe number two. Didn't explain why the government was testing truck bombs and the army was storing rider trucks at Camp Gruber right before the bombing, and didn't talk to the FBI informants who blew the whistle on the plot. But they did collaborate with the CIA, and they did convict McVeigh as the lone wolf bomber and Terry Nichols as his bomb-constructing accomplice. Still, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists, including 300 bombing victims, insist on talking about facts and evidence and refuse to simply believe what they've been told a million times by people in tailored suits with well-coiffed hair. They quote the U.S. Army Brigadier General and the FBI Crime Lab whistleblower and the inventor of the neutron bomb who point out the physical impossibility that the Ryder truck bomb did the damage to the building, but that doesn't matter because if there were other bombs in the building that day, we would have heard about them. The second explosive was found and diffused. I think he said another bomb. The Justice Department is reporting that a second explosive device has been found. They then found a third device, which was also larger than the first. And I see another bomb truck going, so apparently they're going to try to get out that third bomb. The FBI claims to have lost the footage showing McVeigh and John Doe number two parking the truck in front of the Murrah building that morning, but that's understandable because the Bureau has a lot of important evidence to store. Terry Nichols insists the FBI was involved in the plot, but thankfully a judge has saved us the trouble of listening to him by preventing lawyers from deposing him. There was a bomb squad truck parked across the street two hours before the blast, but that just shows the authorities were prepared for anything. And... Other documents obtained by 2020 show that someone called the executive secretariat's office at the Justice Department in Washington and said the Morrow building had been bombed. But this was 24 minutes before the blast. But that just shows the public was unusually vigilant that morning. Also, apparently, before the bombing, Governor Frank Keating's brother, Mark, had been working on a novel about a terrorist bombing in Oklahoma City. Stranger still, one of the characters in the novel was named Thomas McVeigh. But that's probably just a coincidence. McVeigh wrote a letter to his sister where he admitted to being a secret special forces operative and he complained to friends of the pain in his ass from an army-implanted microchip, but that's crazy because if he didn't actually leave the army in 1991, there would be proof of that. This man never existed, and if you say otherwise, you're a crazy government-hating nutjob who deserves to be locked in a cage for the rest of your life. Likewise, him, her, them, her, and him. And him and him. McVeigh was not executed on May 16th, 2001 as scheduled because... 
the FBI had failed to turn over thousands of pages of evidence to McVeigh's defense attorneys. But the execution went ahead on June 11th. In a highly unusual and secret agreement, no autopsy was performed. One witness said he was still breathing, and the prison officials admitted his hearse was a decoy. Then, the case was officially closed. This is the story of OKC, as told to you by the same truth-tellers behind. Perhaps a profoundly lonely man who craved attention, but found consolation in doing good. And... And the helicopter we were traveling in was forced down after being hit by an RPG. And... We're, we're with the rebels. And he said, oh, you're with the rebels? And they started beating him. Oh, you're with the rebels? Don't you support Bashar? And if you question any part of this story, you are a paranoid wingnut birther truther tenther prepper conspiracy loon who should feel guilty for having been born. If you love baseball, fluffy kittens, hot dogs, Barbie, Star Wars, and freedom, you will never, ever bring up any of these points ever again. Ever. This message has been brought to you by the friends of the FBI, ATF, DOJ, CIA, SPLC, MSM, and the U.S. Army. And remember, ignorance is strength. Like trying to explain Saddam Hussein wasn't the same Arab who was driving the planes It's a derailed train We gotta try to stop it Just follow the money and lead straight to somebody's pocket The bell tolls for those getting rich up what they stole Using our own tax money to promote their own goals The story makes no sense It's got too many holes Now I'm revealing the truth Like a government mole Nah, I ain't a follower That just ain't my role Time to unite like 93 Come on boys, let's roll Time to get up, turn off the TV Overthrew the house and cleaned out both the seats. 
they fail to stand out or pop a cast in their knees It's time to bow to the people and kiss their feet Their days are end while our age is new They're out there telling lies while I'm here preaching the truth Using the studio like my own confession booth My words molest you like an altar boy bent over a pew See, there really is no religion and no country too We're all similar animals living in the same zoo So I'm trying to figure out what's what and who's who Still seeing things only through the ego's point of view I've been feeling disenfranchised more than troubled youth This here is just a preview like a movie coming soon Rejecting light in your life, they say you only live twice Like once when you're blind and a second time with sight Time to do right, time to be free Remove the blindfold, it's time to see you got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? That's man skewing. Yes. Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to talk the chocolate drop. I'm so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go.
is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. God, you know, it's been two weeks. I've been missing you guys. You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, and Radio Confluence. At least I believe he connected tonight. I haven't really seen if he, he grabbed me or not. I've missed you guys. It's been a while. I know. I know. But the Doc Days are going. It's that Doc Day time of the year. And, and you know what's weird about Doc Days? It gets me fired back up. I start thinking about things. I start remembering things, and I forgot. Different things. But then... Just as, as I'm getting ready to do the show. It's it's Monday. You know, nothing really big has happened. All hell breaks loose. Which obviously will we'll address a lot of that tonight. I look forward to getting to that. But just so you guys don't know, uh, Doc Days is something I do every you know, every few uh, every few months. And you know, when my regular bubble of love sponge is not playing, I like to put documentaries on for everybody to listen to. Just just something to to get your attention, make you think again. And again, like I said, I heard things that I forgot about. You know, go back to the Pat Tillman story. How many times do you think about the Pat T- Tillman story? Do you even know the Pat Tillman story? I mean, if you don't know the Pat Tillman story, if you're listening to Raz Radio over the past, you know, a eh, week and a half, you would have heard the Pat Tillman story. So that's why I do it, because it reminds me of things, and it brings attention to things that maybe you don't think about. And in the turmoil we're looking right now, as as we see the the change of guard coming, we've got Trump moving in. We know it's official now. I don't know why we had to wait till now to know it was official. Have we ever done that in the history of the elections? You remember at least where we waited till after the electoral college actually voted to 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 know who was president, or did we always just go with the you know the initial thoughts the first night? I know it's always happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen before. Of course it's happened. It's always happened. It's part of the process. There's a reason for that process. A lot of people don't understand. You know, if we have a majority of a swing coming from one specific state, that doesn't leave everybody left in the right place. And it kind of makes it unfair how it works out. It's really not something I'm going to get too much into. You guys know how I've been with this election the entire cycle. It's not something I like. It's not something I really want to play the game with. I have no guest tonight. The phone lines will be open, 941-421-0401. I believe I have some new listeners tonight. I welcome you. I hope you enjoy it. I, I try my best. Buzzer Bob will tell you I suck, but, you know, he might stand up and say there's been some shows he's really enjoyed. Uh, I have a list of things, and and the reason why... There's there's a reason why I've been doing some of the documentaries I've been doing, why I've been organizing Doc Days the way I have the past couple days. And and yesterday, everything that happened yesterday kind of helped bring it all in line. And, and, and if you really pay attention, you have to pay attention, though. You have to watch. You actually have to know what happened before September 11th. 
And a lot of us want to believe we know what happened before September 11th. You know, it's, it's, it's an event that we all remember. Remember, I didn't get into the crazy conspiracy guy position you know, right after September 11th or right after Oklahoma City. You know, I'm only five years into, into being the crazy conspiracy guy. But I, I've really uh, uh, sunk my life into it. I've really paid attention to it. I've learned as much as I can about it. And I'm warning you right now, it's happening. We're, we're getting back in line to where we were right before 9-11. Go look at the stock market. It was the highest it had ever been at the time. We have a new Republican uh, president coming into office, one that, you know, maybe not be afraid to, to do bad things. All right. We've got uh, an enemy being developed that we trained and supported. Now, it's on a on a quicker time scale, much quicker than, than, you know, 1980s till 2000. And I think they learned how to speed it up. And that's some of the things we're going to get into. We're going to discuss what's going on here with Russia. We're going to discuss how um, I don't want to. I don't want to. Ah, I can't spill my load yet. Can't do it yet. I, I've got a lot of things that I've just been thinking about. That that uh, I'm telling you, we have the next 9/11 style event is coming. They need a Republican. They need Trump in place. They need somebody that has everybody distracted on everything else. Remember, there was no terrorist attacks for the past two and a half months. And all of a sudden, they're picking back up again. Look at history. If you don't know your history, you have no future. You have to pay attention. You have to remember what has happened in the past. You have to realize that we're back in the exact same positions. My wife tells me all the time she sees the same kind of loans going out that were going out in 05, 06, right before the 08 crash. Again, like I mentioned, stock market, almost 20000 or maybe it even broke 20000 today. I didn't see. I went back to work. But did it break 20000 My gosh, that's the highest it's ever been, which it was right before 9-11. We've got this, uh, it, it kind of seems like everybody's distracted with this election hoopla, which if you remember, 2000, there was a lot of election hoopla. A lot of distraction on on what happened in that election. Like I said, this is the first time I've seen it reach to this far where we've seen all these recounts and the electoral college college vote on uh, yesterday or when was I'm sorry, not yesterday, the 13th was actually a big deal and everybody paid attention. When was the last time you remember that that conversation? Or do you just remember election night and they said the electoral college, you know, went this direction and this is what it is. Next big attack is my big headline, my big thing that I'm really riding on. We see misdirection. We see lies. We see conspiracy-type things going on. Now, I'm not running down the fake route here. I, I will not run down the fake route. A lot of people are trying to uh, point out that the, the shooting of the ambassador was... Uh, seemed too clean. Now, I didn't see up to where they shot the assailant. I didn't know he was dead until much later. But it's kind of funny that he was a cop. 
for that region, that area, that country. It's amazing how it always seems to be the same. No matter how much things change, they seem to be the same. They seem to be continuing down the same paths, the same directions. It gets quicker and quicker and quicker each time it moves on. You know, and this is going to be a hard one because I've got so many different things tonight that I want to kind of really try to address. There's so many different topics. I, I haven't done a show for two weeks. There's so many different topics I want to touch on. This fake news uh, phenomenon that all of a sudden everybody's realizing that the news is fake, but it's not, it's not really the true fake organizations. The true fake organizations were caught years ago. You know, when CNN was caught in the blue screens on top of a New York uh, a building trying to pretend that they were in Iraq, reporting live from Iraq. Or how about when when um, Robbie Martin and his buddy, Robbie Martin's been on my show before. How about when Robbie Martin and his buddy did a fake beheading video and sent it to the news organization and they took off with it as if it was real? So fake news is not new. Fake news has always been there. Hey, how about, uh, what was her name? Jessica Lynch? Do you remember the story of Jessica Lynch? How she was so brave. How she rescued, how she, she fought to the last bullet. Didn't stop firing her weapon until it was empty. This is one of the things that led Pat Tillman to not want to be in the military, to, to want to stand up against the lies and deception that brings us into war constantly. And they're getting ready to bring us into the next war. If you don't see it, you're not paying attention. They're doing everything they can. And they're using this fake news moniker to try to take people down. So conspiracy theory, which is the, you know, the term the CIA developed back in the 19, well, they didn't develop the term. I mean, they didn't make the words. The words were there. They just put them together to try to disenfranchise a group of people that were going, wait, wait, there's no way that John F. Kennedy was killed that way. But you're a conspiracy theorist if you said that. But now because of the internet, because of the change of how things happen, because it, it gets out too fast. They have to make it fake news. You're not a conspiracy theorist anymore. You share fake news. That's how they get you now. You're sharing that fake news. Don't share fake news. Make sure you verify and double verify and triple verify. That better be a reliable source. Well, fuck you. Sometimes you have to let your heart and your own common sense tell you if that makes sense. And, and don't get me wrong. I've been duped. There's been multiple times that I've been grabbed in a story that I thought was real. It happens. It happens to the best of us. But it, I'll post something and, and this a personal comment, oh, that's a fake news story. That's a fake news story. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, two stories later, oh, that's a conspiracy theorist theory. Well, what is it? Is it fake news or is it a conspiracy theory? You can't have both, best of both worlds. You got to pick which CIA terminology you want to use. You have to pick one. You can't do both. Because I can't defend against both. Okay. <laughs> I think we all are seeing that. I, I, I like to believe that everybody involved in this kind of 
this kind of conversation is seeing this whole thing. I'm sorry. I just got distracted. I'm seeing the uh, a little bit better of a video of the shooting from yesterday uh, where this guy who was able to you know pace back and forth after shooting this guy down can scream about Allah Akbar and remember Apoli and remember Syria. Um, and he's a moderate rebel. Who, who, who have we known of in the past that were moderate rebels that we supported against Russia that eventually attacked us, allegedly, and took down three buildings with two planes and, uh, you know, were able to get to the, the heart of our defense, defense system with an airplane. Oh, do we remember this? Are we that fucking forgetful and that fucking stupid that we can't remember? How it all starts and how we get there. And the, do you not, do you not see the exact same development in front of us? Oh, okay, maybe it's not the exact same. Maybe it's a little different, but it's the same thing. And Russia is not going to collapse this time. All right, we're not in the 80s. Russia's a strong, good nation. So when we get Trump in place and he is supportive of Russia, which I am not against. Why would I be against supporting somebody who wants to actually kill the real terrorists that we developed and paid for and trained and armed? Why would I be against somebody coming in and doing that? So what happens then? These guys that are assassinating Russian diplomats, are they going to attack us here in the U.S.? Maybe fly some planes in some buildings after we've trained and financed and supported them? Doesn't that concern you that everything is lining up exactly as it did in 99, 98, 2000, 2001? I'm telling you, our next 9-11 level style event is close. I'm not going to say it's going to be on 9-11. I don't know when it's going to be. We're close. Trump's need, Trump needs to be in office. Trump needs to get his feet wet first. Within the next year, maybe a year and a half, we're going to see it. And it's going to be on our own soil again. And it's going to be big. It's not going to be a small one. I know a lot of people think it'll be a cyber attack. That doesn't. That won't be enough to drive people. We'll figure out how to survive again without internet, without cell phones. I, I actually kind of look forward to something like that happening. That would that would be a relief to me. That would be so nice. But I don't see that kind of attack. They need to kill people. They need death. They need blood. Now, as I do these doc days. I hear old things, and, and it reminds me of stories. It reminds me of people. And I'll be honest, I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> I'm saying it reminds me of them, but it reminds me of his story. He was one of the first responders on 9-11. He died, I, I, I want to say, 2007 or eight. he died in, right before I got into this. That's why when people challenge me about 9-11, it, it makes me laugh. 
when they challenge me about my beliefs in this whole system and, 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 and my conspiracy beliefs, it makes me laugh. Because I was not the conspiracy guy coming out of 9-11. I was not, I didn't think that way. I've always, you know, believed JFK was assassinated by the U.S. government. I'll be honest. I always believe that they're hiding the evidence of UFOs. That's about as deep as I got. If you're a new listener, you never heard this about me before. I don't know if you guys can hear my son singing in the background. I know I keep my headphones loud, so I can hear a lot of things. But I can hear my son in the background. Anyway, um, you know, so when, when people challenge me on 9-11, they, they don't realize that I went back into the mill. I, I got out early from my National Guard service because it was when Clinton was letting everybody out. Then right after 9-11 or very shortly thereafter 9-11, I went back in as a reservist because that drove me back into wanting to be there again. So that's why I went back in again. That's why I wanted to continue out my time. They, they were letting us out early. So I was like, you know what, screw it. It's not really what I was hoping. And then after 9-11, I went back in. And I hated me. I hated people that thought like me. Now, you know how I think now about 9-11? How I think now about our government, how, how it operates? Uh, listen, I voted for Trump. Uh, uh, I didn't do it for the reasoning that most people believe uh, it was done or why they did it themselves. But I did vote for him, and I hope he is real. But unfortunately, if he is real, he won't be around long. That that there might even be that, that attack I'm thinking. Now, I've still claimed that if he is the real deal, if he's going to honestly try to, to make a change, do something differently, do something against the, the will of the elite, they will assassinate him. They will take him out. And I don't want, trust me, I don't want that to happen because that could be the attack that, that I'm talking about. Maybe they'll maybe they'll use a uh, a left wing liberal as the false flag and take Trump out with a left wing crazy liberal guy. Imagine what that's going to do to the right. Imagine the the anger, the the separation that something like that could could cause. I mean, that will not go over well if if a uh, if a liberal left wing cracker cra- or crazy ass munch is the one that figures out figures out how to use a gun i mean they might dildo him to death i don't know but if they can figure out how to use a gun that might be the direction they need to divide this country uh beyond what we've seen in the most recent future or in the most recent past here you know i mean it could be really what they need to do right, i'm gonna take a quick break um when i get back well i've got some other stories i, I kind of Got ch- tangent off there. I, you guys know I do this from the cusp. I just kind of ramble and rant and, and think off my head. I am concerned. I want you all to remember I am concerned. I really think the next big one's on its way. Look at my crayon. Hold on, hold on. What am I supposed to say? What's your name again? John Rand. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh, Four no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> 
Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I think that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto.
a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life, and be more dog. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program, only to encounter this, and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com I kill myself for I let my child lose. Caught up in the system, the wisdom, mystem, they crying out. 
get by Suicide tight and I'ma get mine Only speak the truth, put that on my life But often I feel like I, I am an atheist. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, everything is meaningless. <laughs> Woo to nothing. Um, but it's true, I'm, I'm an atheist. I've been an atheist most of my life. And uh, people talk about there being a war on religion in America. And nothing could be further from the truth. There's no war on religion. America is the most, outside of the Islamic world, America is the most religious country on earth, right? And there's no war on religion because atheists like myself have zero political power in this country. Zero. You cannot be elected to any public office in America as an atheist. It's impossible. They did a poll where they asked people, who can you see yourself voting for? You know, man, woman, you know, black, white, Jew, gay, straight, three-legged cat, down to atheists, and zero. Nobody would vote for an atheist, right? Do you know how many atheists are in Congress right now? Zero. There was one until the last election. Jeff Stark uh, was a congressman in San Francisco, right? And he was elected to Congress in 1973. Came out as an atheist in 2007, yeah, so take that, gays. Our closet is way deeper and darker than yours. Our closet goes all the way through to fucking Narnia. You go out the wrong end of that closet, there's a bunch of Catholics with a talking lion that will eat you. So there's no fucking war on religion in America, all right? Relax. And I know there are probably people here tonight who have faith and uh, are faithful, and uh, that's creepy. Um... <laughs> It is. It's because if to the faithless, it truly is just creepy. It creeps us out. It makes us feel weird when you talk about your faith. Because I can liken it to this. It's like Santa Claus, you know. We all go, it's, oh, you know, when children believe in Santa Claus, go, oh, that's wonderful. Let the children believe in Santa Claus. Don't ruin Christmas for the children. Let them, let them believe in Santa. But if you run into someone 21 years old who still believes in Santa, you will not leave him alone with your children. You'll organize a neighborhood watch because it's creepy. And that's what faith looks like to the faithless. And religion to me has always just seemed like a form of socially acceptable psychosis. And I'll explain because uh, it's just like if, if you were the only person on earth who believed a tenant of any major religion, if you were the only person on earth who believed that you would just seem crazy... It's not about the ideas themselves. It's about how many people believe the idea that gives it credibility and gives it respectability. And as an example, I'll pick something that's pretty accepted and respected in our culture right now, which is Catholicism and communion, right? Now, communion, the miracle of communion, if you're not aware of what it literally is, it is something called uh, transubstantiation, which is the Catholic doctrine that the host, the Eucharist, the cracker, is literally, not poetically, not figuratively, not symbolically, but is literally the body of Christ. It just looks like a cracker. That's the miracle part. Jesus disguised himself as a cracker. 
And the wine is literally the blood of Jesus. All right? Now, millions of people believe this around the world, so we treat it with respect, right? But if you were the only person on earth who believed this, and someone came across you with your glass of wine and your plate of crackers and said, what you up to? And you said, I'm just having me some Jesus meat. Delicious Jesus meat. Wash it down with the blood of the lamb. You can't have any. I'm the only Catholic. You would lock him the fuck up. That is crazy bullshit. Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52, where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. All right, guys, welcome back to your first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, hopefully. I don't know. Am I there? You guys still haven't told me. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'll still do what I'm doing just for fun of it. All right. It took a little bit of a break there. I had to you know, get my thoughts together. It's been a while since I've done a show. I've got so many different thoughts running around that it, it's really hard to pull them all together. You know, just to get the idea of what I want to talk about into a direction where I can talk about it is, is, is sometimes difficult. I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, it, it's... It's. I do a show in my head all day long. I don't know if you guys can believe that or not, but all day long I'm doing a show in my head, even as I'm listening to other things. I'm trying to to try to put together what I believe. You know, as I walk through my day, what do I believe? I'm constantly thinking about the different aspects of what's going on. I don't have any answers. I, I, I get the same news you guys all get, whether it's real, fake, conspiracy or not. It's still the same news. You know, Russia blames, is trying to say that, that, that NATO forces, shadowy NATO forces, which he really means to say the U.S. government, the CIA, you know, were part of this ambassador assassination. Is that true? Has the CIA assassinated diplomats, presidents, kings in the past? Has it happened? Or do we even know if it happens or not? Has the U.S. government or you know elements of the U.S. government ever interjected themselves into political stances, political drives of, of other nations? But yet we're going to get all mad when Russia allegedly... You know, hacks our emails or whatever the hell they're trying to say went on there. And even if they did, who the F are we? We've done it tens of hundreds of times over. We use, uh, what do they call them? Uh, um, oh, God. what uh, Political hitman. No, not hitman. What am I thinking? Uh, financial hitman. Oh, I just played a documentary earlier this week about it. Um, the the confessions of an economic hitman. We we use economics. We use tariffs. We use um, different things to affect a nation. But then when somebody does it to us, we get all mad. Although we've been doing it forever. Do we forget these things? Do we forget our our meddling continuously? Do we forget that? We have these things called false flags where maybe, maybe, just maybe, 
It was all for internally to begin with. And I'm Jovita Moore. I'm Justin Farmer. The Georgia Secretary of State's office now confirms 10 separate cyber attacks on its network, all traced back to DHS addresses. Investigative reporter what? Aaron Diamond's been huh? following new developments since he broke this story last week. And Aaron, you talked with a frustrated Georgia Secretary of State here within the past 90 minutes. Yeah, Justin, think about it like this. Say somebody shows up at your back door and tries to knock it in with a battering ram out of the blue. Now, the door holds up, but it definitely makes you take a much closer look at who's been quietly knocking over the last few months. And then it turns out it's someone you'd least expect. Well, that's exactly what Georgia's Secretary of State's office is dealing with. We need to know. In an exclusive interview, a visibly frustrated Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp confirmed 10 separate cyber attacks of different levels on his agency's network over the last 10 months that all traced back to United States Department of Homeland Security IP addresses. We're being told something that they think they have it figured out, yet nobody's really shown us how this happened. Kemp told us his office's cybersecurity vendor discovered the additional so-called vulnerability scans to his network's firewall after a massive mid-November cyber attack triggered an internal investigation. The Secretary of State's office manages Georgia's elections and most concerning for Kemp about the newly discovered scans, the timing. The first one on February 2nd happened the day after Georgia's voter registration deadline. The next one just days before the SEC primary. Another in May, the day before the general primary, plus two in November, the day before and the day of the presidential election. It makes you wonder if somebody was trying to prove a point. Last week, DHS <laughs> confirmed the large November 15th hack traced uh, back to a U.S. Customs and Border Protection. At least Internet they picked the state where people are stupid. Story no, about no. Its source keeps changing. First it was, a, it was an employee in Corpus Christi, now it's a contractor in Georgia. And unsatisfied with the response he got from DHS Secretary Jay Johnson this week, Kemp fired off this letter Wednesday to Lupin, President elect Donald Trump. We just need to ask the uh, new administration to take a look at this and make sure that we get the truth. The people of Georgia are deserving to know that uh, and really demanding it. Now, Kemp says several other scans came around the same time he testified before Congress about his opposition to a so plan to classify a federal so, plan to classify. We, we want the new administration to look into this. You guys remember the the whole Charlie Sheen drive that was going on back when Obama first first took office? That that's gone across the dock days here over the past couple of days. And I know it's not a great thing to refer back to because Charlie Sheen lost his mind very shortly thereafter. God knows why. Maybe he was you know drugged by the CIA. But anyway. They, they expect the new administration to investigate and get answers. How many years, how many tens of, of, of hundreds of years, well, maybe not hundreds, but how many tens of years, fifties of years have we expected the, the new administration to, to get answers for us, to get the, get the facts drawn up so we can understand what's going on, so we can finally have the answers. We still don't have the answers on JFK. We still don't really know about Pearl Harbor for sure. We still just don't ever really get the answers. And then when we do, maybe we get an answer. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that the Gulf of Tonkin didn't happen. That 50,000, 60,000 American soldiers died. For something that was a lie, how many others are missing still or were captured and held and tortured? How many 
everybody's going to hate me for this one, and I know you're all going to, and I apologize if you hate me for this, but how many Muslims, innocent, God-fearing Muslims, never caused the problem, just wanted to live life? How many of them are dead now because of 9-11? Because of events leading up to 9-11? How many more are going to be dead after Trump takes office? If you're a new listener, maybe you never heard that I've compared Trump to to Hitler. I don't mean that in the worst way. I I don't want to say he's going to go in there and I know that's really comparing somebody to Hitler is really kind of the worst way, isn't it? You get my point. I'm not trying to say he's going to go in there and and deliberately do what Hitler did. But then again, nobody thought Hitler was going to go in there and deliberately do what Hitler did. People get driven by fear and hate and everything that goes on around them. And they're ready to make the people that that, that support them, that, that, that brought them to power, they're ready to make them feel that they're getting the result that they wanted. I, I can't wait for for somebody to want to have peace, to, to make a difference in a positive way, to try to, to try to mend all the anger and ugliness that's happened, to try to bring everybody together. But that's not going to happen. Unfortunately... We don't live in that world. We live in a world where <clears throat> we're told that a group of people did something really bad to us when you know, 14 to, to 16 of the people that were involved in this attack were from a country that never got any interaction, never got bothered. Maybe they got a lot of oil, a lot of power, a lot of connection to, to people that were possibly involved with the setup of this whole event to begin with. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Trying to figure out where I'm going here. Just give me a moment. Uh, like I said, nine four one four two one zero four zero one. The lines are open. If you want to throw your two cents in, if you're if you're driving around going, you're an effing idiot. Would you shut up, please? Oh, this was yeah, this was a good one. I wanted to bring up Bolton, and, and I haven't really listened to this yet, so this should, this is going to be new to me. But Bolton questions if Russia hacks were a false flag. That was something that I was getting into earlier. You know, do we need to continue to have this divide between Russia and America? Why is everybody so afraid of a president that would support Russia, that would that would actually, you know, support the killing of ISIS that they've been doing in Syria? Why do we always have to have a bad guy? That's what I wanted to bring up tonight. Ooh, that just reminds me. That just reminded me of something I want to play. It's like two minutes. I got to find it here still. I'm going to figure out where I'm going to find it at. Uh, but but everybody goes, well, what's up with Syria? Why is this Why is this going on in Syria? Why, why is this? What, what's happening? Well, um, give me a second. I'm thinking. It takes a lot to think here, especially when you're typing. But but why would Syria be such a big deal? Why, why are we allowing the divide with Russia? Seven nations... You guys know what I'm doing now, I'm sure, if you just heard that. Let's see if that comes up. I hate doing this one like on the fly like this when I'm, when I, when something just pops in my head and I forgot that I wanted to bring it up. 
why is Syria, why is Russia, why is the divide growing? Why, why do we want a war? This is live when you when you when you do it this way. Uh, years, I, I had to think. What is it, General? Uh, what's it? Somebody send it to me, please, because this is just too difficult for me to figure out. It's a General Wesley Clark. Wesley Clark. That's what I want. General Wesley Clark. There it is. I got it. I found it. Don't bother. I got it all together. Live, live show. Live content. This is how it goes. You sometimes stumble, especially when you don't have somebody to back you up. I'm all by myself here, rambling. Call me nine four one four two one zero four zero one. Do it. I challenge you. About ten days after nine eleven, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz. I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the Joint Staff who had used used to work for me. And one of the generals called me and he said, "Sir, you got to." Come in. You got to come in and talk to me. Remember, I said, "Well, you're too busy." He said, "No, no." He says, "We've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq." This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, "We're going to war with Iraq. Why?" He said, "I don't know." (laughs) He said, "I guess they don't know what else to do." So uh, I said, "Well, did they find some information connecting Saddam to Al Qaeda?" He said. No, no. He says there's nothing new that way. They've just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. And um, he said, I guess if if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later. And by that time we were bombing Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk, he picked up a piece of paper, and he said, I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense Office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. So they did it in a different order than, than what they were planning, but it's still there. Had there been no oil there? It would be like Africa. Nobody is threatening to intervene in Africa. The problem is the opposite. We keep asking for people to intervene and stop it. And there's, uh, there's no question that the presence of petroleum throughout the region has sparked great power involvement. Whether that was the specific motivation for the coup or not, I can't tell you. But, but there was definitely... No, we'll definitely send weapons and 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 make sure they're sold to Africa. You know that's part of the problem that we that we have allowed to. Um, how, how do I want to say this? We've allowed this problem to proliferate through us. We we do everything we can to make sure the bad guys have what they need to cause the problems. What I opened the show up with, keep in mind, Al-Qaeda was a, a rebel force that our CIA went and helped. Mujahajin, Mujahajin, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and our CIA went in and they trained them. They supported them and fought with them. This was back when we had a, a Republican in office. 
and then we move into a Democrat, and we forget about them and leave them off to the side, and they attack us when we have a Republican again, right? So then we go in, and we, we start doing things, and we, we get the Democrat back in. We, we forget about some people. We develop some new people, and then we got a Republican coming in, and it's going to spin right back around to the problem being right in front of us, and what are we going to do about it? Are we going to... Are we going to become patriots again and, and wrap ourselves in the flags and flag, American flags will be everywhere after this next attack? I truthfully, deep down inside, believe that all the pieces are falling in line for our the next, the next major attack on us. It's coming. It's not going to be next week. It's not going to be six months from now. I told you, Trump's got to get his feet wet. He's not going to be reading uh, My Pet Goat in a school somewhere when it happens. I don't know where he'll be. I don't know how that's going to all go down. Maybe, like I said, maybe the, the, the big attack will include him. They need him out of the way. But My Pet Goat will not be part of the the plans of this next false flag attack. But it's going to be a big one. I feel safe where I live. I'll be honest. I honestly feel safe where I live. If you live near any major, major cities up northeast, out in the Midwest, you know, near the, the, the military posts, the big ones, get, <laughs> be safe. I feel good where I'm at. I can get on a boat and run if I need to, which is, trust me, don't think I haven't eyeballed some boats sitting there that are empty, something I can jump into and <laughs> go. Make sure I'm safe. Make sure my family's safe. I wouldn't want to be inland. Some people feel safe with that, though. And, and there are areas that I would guess would be safe. There are areas that maybe you won't have to worry too much. And I, I'm right next to Boca Grande. I don't think the Bushes want to kill their uh, their favorite vacation spot or one of their favorite vacation spots. Although a lot of Florida, the big penis here, might be safe. I doubt it will get all the crackheads and junkies here. Kind of makes it hard with all those idiots running around. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, you, you get the point of what I'm saying. We've got uh, the XC. I lost my mouse. I'm trying to find my curse. There it is. We got the XC CIA uh, chief. What was his name? Uh, uh, Panetta. He's saying, well, if there's a big attack, it's Trump's fault. It's his fault because he doesn't believe the CIA when they say there's going to be a big attack. Or these guys are doing it. He doesn't believe that Russia Russia hacked our, hacked our election and, and put him in power. He doesn't believe that. So it's going to be his fault. They're trying to, to set the narrative. They're trying to get everything in line. They're trying to make people feel good because they got what they wanted. Just like with Bush when he won in 2000. Know your history or have no future. That's all I can say. That's, I really want you to to think about that, that statement. I've Googled it. I can't find anybody else that has ever said that. That's kind of something I came up with a few years ago. Know your history or have no future. There, there's similar quotes, but I never knew that. It's just kind of something I started saying that made me feel good. That made me go, you know what? Maybe there's something here. Damn, I 
keep bumping my keyboard, and it's driving me nuts. All right, guys, you'll listen to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos.Live, Radio Confluence on Mixler. Check it all out there. I'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes. Go get a drink. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex.
time for a TF52 flashback. Look, sooner or later you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened, you know, in the past. All right, well, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, Got, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. before ahead. we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? Or are you That's going to end up with the FBI visiting his house. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country, and but I have I have said it. Uh, in a in a hidden way, and what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a Fight Club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a Fight Club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said. So, I was saying. So, amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. No, right. no what, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The seventeenth state in the nation Eight, that's done it? Eighteenth, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might I, be I right. Think it was seventeen already. It would be the eighteenth state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. Have, what the hell? Have, which makes no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. That would be. Go ahead. That would that would be the eighteenth state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia. Yes, of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal in their state. (laughs) Go figure, right? Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. Like we do? (laughs) Yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. You got a a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, hip-hop. Rat turd show. Politics. Man skewing. Music. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show that's man skewing, yes? Rat. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay, and when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to talk the chocolate drop. I'm so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The rat. <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. And those people, the conspiracy theorists, they conspir- they've been crazy, but now they're right. <laughs> 2.3 trillion. When does a citizen become a civilian? When did the heroes morph into the villains? How can two planes powderize three buildings? These are questions that could get you murked. Politically, socially, physically put into the dirt. Many swear that there's some kind of conflict of interest within. The con-
conflict depends upon what you're interested in. You can chant 9-11 was an inside job all day until you say the Mossad and pay closer attention to Flight 175 and the odd cylindrical pod beneath the fuselage. Then it's 2 plus 2 level addition after you factor in the flight termination systems and flashbacks of the cash that good rabbi stole. September 10th style, right down the rabbit hole. don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the State Houses, the City Halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want... Obedient workers, obedient 
workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Yeah. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue. <clears throat> yep. You've got to be asleep to believe it. You know, <clears throat> something I've discussed multiple times on my show is about how I, I don't believe we are going to see people living as long as they should be able to live it's always been something I've I've, I've talked about you know I, I blame a lot on pharmaceuticals chemtrails, the fluoride in the water the bad food we eat but unfortunately a blame to that is just you know bad things happening as we move into the holiday time you don't want to hear of, of of something bad happening to anybody. You especially don't want to hear it happening to uh, somebody close to you, somebody that you consider a friend. Now, obviously, I didn't lose a friend myself, but a friend of mine lost a friend. And it was... Uh, it was not in a very pleasant way, obviously. <laughs> when you lose somebody, it's not a good thing. But uh, everybody reach out to the chocolate drop. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Let him know that, you know, people that are connected to him mean something to us. Uh, if you don't know what I'm speaking of, there was a, an accident on I-95 in Baltimore this past week. During bad storms, icy roads. You know that sign that says, bridge freezes before road surface? Pay attention to that sign, because that could mean a lot to you. But there was a video this weekend that went around that circulated that was a, a of a of a eighteen wheeler, a fuel truck, not doing too well. 
and uh, that was a friend of ours, a friend of the, a friend of the, a, a friend of a, of the, of, of, of a host on this station. So I, you know, I reach out and I say, if there's any kind of, uh, any kind of uh, fundraising going on for that individual, Clinton, Clinton Whirl. I'm not a religious man, but I hope he rests in peace. I hope his family is well taken care of. I hope Wayne lets us know if there is any kind of fundraising going on. Raz Radio will will happily stand behind that. Uh, he looked like a good man. I never knew him, but I hate to see that kind of stuff happen, especially right before the holidays. And, and we're seeing too much of it. There, there's too much. Uh, too much death around us anymore. It kind of seems that 2016 really sucked for that. You know, I go through my Facebook even, and, and young people are dying left and right. You know, the, the, I think <clears throat> the connection to the station with, with it being one of Wayne's friends, you know, that, that kind of brought it home, but that could be any one of our trucker listeners. You know, a lot of our listening audience are truck drivers. And, and you guys... As much as I make fun of you, Buzzy, you know I love you. You guys do a job that, that is needed, and that's dangerous. You know, I live in southwest Florida. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. But I did live up north. I know what it's like. And, uh, you know, you're not showed as much appreciation as maybe you should be. And it's a sad thing when you see this. You know, you see it a lot, too. Anyway. Just keep that in mind that uh, it happens every day. You never know if it's your turn or or a friend of yours' turn. Anyway, so where should we go here? How, how, I had something pulled up. Do I still have it here? Oh, no, I skipped over to damn Twitter. I hate you, Twitter. I can't find my mouse again. It's so confusing when you have like five or six computer monitors. And you share one mouse for that whole thing. You have to find where you left your mouth mouse last. That damn mouse. We got into the fake news a little bit earlier. Uh, despite the freak out with the media, data is actually showing. Alexia is actually showing that it's it's really not that bad. These sites aren't aren't getting as many hits as they they could be feasibly getting. Oh. My chest just filled up all of a sudden. The, the, oh, they're going to get me. Hurry up. Hurry up. They're going to get me. My, I feel it. No, I'm kidding. Just, just fucking around. Anyway, Alexia is showing that most of the sites that, that are uh, the fake news sites are not getting much of a hit. That's not what I wanted. What did I want? What did I want? Don't you know? No, you weren't here. You weren't sitting with me. You couldn't tell what I was preparing to talk about. Oh, the, mu- the mumps. Have you guys heard about the mumps? Ooh, this was a good one. I like this. I got to zoom it in, though, because I can't see it. Where the shit? Because I'm getting old and blind. All right, here we go. So you guys know I'm anti-vaccination. I don't believe in pharmaceuticals. I have not taken a pharmaceutical in a while. A pharmaceutical in a while. While uh, some of you are probably new listeners. I, I think I've I've got a pretty decent. I'm staring at a good number of. Of addresses I've never seen before. I'm glad you're here. No, I'm kidding. Just making fun of you guys. Anyway, uh, the mumps hit Arkansas. Uh, it seems to be an issue. I've been noticing a lot of stories about mumps outbreaks. 
how dangerous the mumps are, how you have to be vaccinated. But this story really got my attention. This one just came out. This is from today. Brand new story about it. I've been trying to, all the other stories that have come out over the past two or three weeks, maybe four weeks about this mumps outbreak that's been going across the country. You didn't even know about it, did you? Bet you didn't even know that there's a lot of stories about a mumps outbreak. It's been going on for a while. The funny thing is it's not the unvaccinated that are having the problem. And this story points that out. This is from Arkansas Online. I did find it on the Drudge Report. So I'm going to hope that the Drudge Report vetted well. I'm hoping this is not fake news because, you know, fake news is taking everything over. Anyway. The breath, the breadth of the outbreak of mumps in northwest Arkansas appears to be linked in part to the area's community of Marshall Islands. The director of State Department of Health said Monday. Meanwhile, the region's high rate of unvaccinated school children compared with the rest of the state doesn't appear. Wait, let me re- 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 repeat that. Does not, I'm, I'm, I don't even want to use the, you know, the compound word. It's not doesn't. Does not appear to be a factor in the unusual size of outbreak, said Nathan Smith, director of the state health department. Despite making up a small fraction of the region's total population. <laughs> I love how they spin this too. Watch. Marshall Islanders account for about 60% of the 2,200 people who had been infected as of Friday in the outbreak that started in August. So this goes back to August. According to the figures Smith presented to the state, House, and Senate committees on public health, welfare, and labor during a joint meeting on Monday. By contrast, only 82 of the 1,324 school-aged children who have been infected with the mumps, had less than the recommended two days, two doses of measles, mumps, and rubella. Now, they're going to say, oh, this is because there's not very many uh, uh, children. The 2,200 cases that have been reported in Arkansas account for more than half of the 4,258 cases that have been reported nationwide so far this year, Smith said. According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention website, Arkansas outbreak is the largest since 2009 and 10. Be afraid. It's time to be scared. When an outbreak in New York City affected about 3,000 people, most of them students of high school age. Smith said few unvaccinated children have been infected because they account for a small percentage of the student population. And they're removed from the school once the infection at the school has been reported. Now, let's let's think about this. If the unvaccinated are the most dangerous, once that starts spreading, wouldn't you think that would, you know, you fucking run right at them? That's what I would think. Anyway, Salty, what's up? You said Bredith. Bredith? That's what it says. B-R-E-A-D-T-H. Yes. Is that not correct? Breadth. Breadth? Fucking hell. (laughs) So what's up? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. You holding up? Hey, man, I got I got my internets are uh, uh, are almost fixed. Internets are us. 
Yes. I uh, had to get a hold of uh, NSA Joe. I called him CIA Joe, and he was not happy about that. No, you can't reveal the truth. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so uh, he called the local yokels and, and sent out a crew today, and um, I'm, I'm hoping it's fixed. It, lo- it looks like it's working now. So it's, it's been the first time in, well, since we've moved here that I'm error-free. No errors at all on the Salty Talk stream. Uh, well, no, on my internets. <laughs> my, well, you know. And I got to pl- pluralize it there. So uh, so hopefully I'll, I, well, I don't know that I'll be able to still do video yet because it's it's still local yokel and slow as shit, but. Is that also There's a no video of coming from you? I, I'm no, I don't you. have a, I don't have a, I don't have a video, uh, a video later hooked up on the Skype later. I had everything disconnected as far as video was concerned because it just wouldn't work. It was just too slow and too many, too many gags and what have you. But <clears throat> bring me up to speed real quick on what you were talking about, and maybe I can, maybe I can pick the other side of the coin and argue Is with this you. The, Ar- the Arkansas vaccine thing. The Arkansas vaccine thing. Um, no, I, I can't take the other side of the coin. I, 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 I was going to say, did something happen to you after I haven't seen you for a while? I mean, I know I know you think I was bailing your house last week because I was on call so I could be there this weekend. I'll be there, I promise. No, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, no, I, I, I have to uh, – I finally broke down here this this week uh, after, after – uh, Months and months and months of crying old man that can't do stuff on his own and, and thinking that uh, either my son or my son-in-laws will would step up and come out and help me do the fence stuff. And nobody showed up. So this week I just started picking up the goddamn panels and going out and building a freaking fence by myself. What are you on, 24 oh. now, 25? <clears throat> I got 25 to go. Oh, you got twenty five to go. I knew I, yeah. I saw that number yeah. somewhere in the in the in the range. Yeah. Uh, usually know, though, usually somebody says, "Hey, you know, uh, I, I'm putting the fence up. If I need some help." Yeah. I, I just I, assumed I after all that? my whining and crying and boo hoo, and that somebody would come out here, and nobody did it. So I was like, "God damn it, man!" It, the the old man card did not work. Well, you're, the old man moved to fun fuck It didn't Florida. work to my expectations anyways. I thought it was like, oh, well, we feel bad for the old man. We're going to go, hey, go do listen, it for Salty, you know I'll always come out and help you if you need a hand. Uh, you yeah. have to ask, though. I don't I, I don't have telepathy. We live, you know, 70 miles away. I don't have telepathy. I, I no, I just started picking up. The other day, I just screw this shit. I'm tired of it. I just went out and started picking up panels and walking across the yard. And Claudia goes, oh, my God. Wait, I thought you were nobody come out here to help me. I'm going to build it my goddamn self. I thought you were going to build a little trailer for your uh, your mower there to to drag the the post around or to drag the fence uh, things around. They only weigh like a hundred bucks. Yeah, about a hundred pounds each. Grab them up. Yep. Yeah. So hoist them up. All right. So anyway, back to where you were thinking there. You 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 called about the vaccine of the the measles. No, I actually called because you said breadeth. Oh, breadeth. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's how it's spelt. I've never seen that word before. I don't know what to tell you. I'm so, I, the, it's like the 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 width and breadth. breadth. Okay, and, and the, and the it's it's like the 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 longevity, the the depth, the the history of the 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 scope. Okay, that it falls within breadth. Okay, okay. I got you. That makes sense now. Yeah, that makes. I'm glad okay. you cleared that up for me. That's okay. That's it, why it was I'm one here. of those things that needed to be done. 
it needed to be done because everybody, you are my go-to guy. If, if ever I need to bash on somebody for fucking up the English language. Who else would you go to? Who, who do I go to? Your son-in-law. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, you and Buzzard Bob. Well, you know, Buzzy, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, let's not even get started there because you say that three times and it'll be here. No, 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 no. No, all right, anyway, well, I'm going to continue on here and get it all figured out. You're sounding, like, really clear, though, so hopefully you got all the whatever issues you were having because you couldn't really notice them on your show. So hopefully you got it, whatever it is straight now. Hopefully it's all fixed. Um, well, I, I, I spent a few hundred dollars also on, on uh, getting some some noise cancellation stuff put into place just so it wouldn't be staticky and broke up. So hopefully now that the Internets are fixed, Internets. the show will actually – the Internets – I'll actually be able to do my show again. So, all right, we'll very out. good. Well, we'll see. All right, buddy. Hey, have a good night. You too. Uh, I'll oh, see yeah. you Sunday. Salty. Oh, uh, just so you know, uh, I'm doing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Ooh, three. Yes, because Thursday is Shelby's birthday. Okay, excellent. Um, what so, time are you doing Thursday? Four. Um, I or think it's, I'm, I think I'm going to do like five to five to eight. All right, because I'm doing the doc Thursday. day, so I want to make sure I kill it before. No, it, no, you're cool. You're cool. Run your doc day. I'm probably going to kick in about five o'clock. Do five to eight. I get a hold of get hold of Michelle. Uh, she's still not even sure it, whether or not Shelby is working, so we might be calling her randomly and probably have her fired by the end of the show. Anyway, so it sounds, be like, fun day. sounds like a plan then. So check out <laughs> Salty Talk Radio uh, here and on SaltyHawkRadio.com. Uh, Thursday, which is an extra well, day. Well, it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday. Well, well, Wednesday and Friday, four to seven. Which is normal. That's the normal well, schedule. Fr- yeah. Well, Friday I do four to ten, but yeah, it's but it's a different thing. It, it, I don't want to, you know, shit. Don't on don't confuse audience. everybody. They're already dumb enough yeah. as it is. Don't, we don't want to yeah. confuse the audience any more than we already have. Right. <laughs> yeah, adding adding Thursday this week just for grins for shit. the holidays <laughs> for the shits and grins right, of the holidays. All right, we'll talk to yeah. you later, salty. Everybody. Peace. Yeah, be safe. And, you know, if you need any word help, just let me know. I'll Google you. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Bye. There goes my father-in-law, Salty. Uh, check him out normally Wednesday and Thursday, or Wednesday and Friday. See, he's got me all confused now, too. Anyway, so as he was talking to me, I, I, I searched through there, and I was going, hmm, what is the best thing? What What should we address next? And then I realized Facebook and Snoops, we were talking about, you know, fake news earlier. Facebook and Snoops are going to be our definers of what our news is. <laughs> is that what we want? Facebook is going to start fact-checking, labeling, and marrying fake news and hoaxes in its news feed, the company said Thursday. Now, this is last week. The decision comes after Facebook received heated criticism for its role in spreading a deluge of political misinformation during the U.S. elections. Uh, of political misinformation during the U.S. presidential elections, like one story that falsely said the Pope had endorsed Donald Trump. Now, again, I've been caught with the fake news before. Totally uh, uh, the worst ones, you know, like the boob one. You, not the boob one, not the... I, I, the the nursing mother one that where the the officer assaulted the baby and the baby died that one got me I read through it I read through it again and I actually bought that one that was an old one it happens every once in a while you'll get caught up in one of these 
the stories that seem very real seem like they're what you want to believe. To combat fake news, Facebook has teamed up with a short list of media organizations, including Snoops, 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 Snops, whatever you want to call them, and ABC News, that are part of an international fact-checking checking network led by Poynter, Poynter, P-O-Y-N-T-E-R, a nonprofit school for journalism in St. Petersburg, Florida. Now, that is just north of me. Matter of fact, that's where a lot of the people I hang out with, a lot of my radio friends, they all live up in the Tampa, St. Petersburg area. So that's interesting. Starting as a test with a small percentage of its users in the U.S., Facebook will make it easier to report news stories that are fake or misleading. Now, fake or misleading, I think that's a complete, total different end of spectrums. I mean, fake is fake. Misleading is not necessarily fake, but drives you to a a different, maybe, view than you would have had without the misleadingness. But it doesn't mean it's fake. Once third-party fact-checkers have confirmed that the story is fake, it will be labeled as such and demoted in the newsfeed. Where did we hear of this before? Where have, where have there been situations where maybe real or, or not real, maybe they were in a book, maybe a movie? What do we call that? We called that the Ministry of Truth. Have we finally come up with the 21st century, 20, 22nd century? What, where are we even? Ministry of Truth? When we're waiting for Facebook to team up with Snoops, you know, the cat lady and her son in their basement, and ABC News... Wasn't ABC News part of the uh, babies being thrown out of the incubator incubators in Iraq and in, in the mid-90s? This is what we're relying on combating fake news. This is what we hope is going to change the, the, the presentation of our news. I mean, we really are looking at, at starting the Ministry of Truth, if this is what we're relying. Starting as a test with a small percent of its, of its users. Oh, did I read that part already? I think I did. <clears throat> a company representative told Business Insiders that the social network will also use other signals, like algorithms that detect whether a story that appears fake is going viral to determine if it, it should label the story as fake and bury it in people's feeds. So like uh, when Matt Major does a show Friday on, on uh, Bubba Radio Network, when, when he posts a story pointing out fake news that goes viral, 
that got the attention that CNN had him as a guest on his show, on their show, not his show, sorry. Would, would that have, would that story have actually been buried because of the uh, rapidness of its growth, the inability to connect the title to the basic wording of the story? Don't think computers can't uh, 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 make those comparisons. I honestly believe they could. So would that story have gone viral if we had a computer algorithm reading all these things where things don't match up? Maybe it's not a a registered site with the government. And even if it is a registered site site as uh, where Matt's stuff is promoted, which is the Huffington Post, he's promoted in the blog section, I believe. And Matt, if I'm wrong, correct me. All right. But I believe you kind of are your contributor, which I believe that falls into the the blog section of of the Huffington Post. So maybe that's more um, more paid. Uh, they pay more attention to that. I, I was try. I couldn't think of the big word to say. I mean, that's what I do. I don't really think of big words. I just try to think of thoughts that make sense that maybe you can pay attention to. So let's review. Let's review what we've gone over tonight. I'm an idiot, which we've already always known that. that no, I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm very concerned, and I want everybody to pay very close attention to what's going on around us right now. I'm seeing a lot of familiarities now that I'm more aware of what happened, which I would not have seen these in 2000, 1998. I'm seeing a lot of familiarities to that time of my life right before probably some of the worst times of all of our lives I want everybody to pay very close attention to how everything moves forward right now don't let don't don't let little things pass you by don't don't let them get that past us we can't allow the next big thing we we are the 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 stopping point we are the ones that that are paying attention i don't say this with the intent of wanting to make a lot of money i say this with with you all wanting to save your your children your grandchildren your your sisters whatever it is that you're close to we have to pay attention. We have to be aware of what's going on. It's only us. It's only the ones paying attention. And it's getting hairy. Just keep that in mind. It's getting very hairy. It's getting it's out of hand is what it's doing. It's getting more rapid and more rapid. We see the... So many of the signs to what had happened. I lost my mouse again. To what had happened years ago. And it's even worse now, and I think it's moving so fast because of the fact that we have the Internet, because we have so many people dependent on something. And listen, 
I like to have my, my couple beers. I like to do other things. Everybody has their crutch. And Buzzy, I know, I know, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. Everybody has something, whether it be potting plants, whether it be, I know a guy that, that, that builds guitars. Everybody has their outlet, and it's, it's in one way or another. And that's good. You need to have an outlet. Keep it moving. Keep it positive. Don't pother anybody. Why is that so hard anymore? It's like you just want everybody to get along, and you just can't figure out how. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, my brain is kind of it's the holiday time. We all have got so much that we're thinking about, so many things that we have to accomplish on a daily basis, so many things we want to do. You, know, you want to make sure that everybody around you is, is taken care of and happy, but then you don't want to. You don't want to be sucked into the the grind of, of the holiday spirit, of the holiday time. It's a lot easier living here in Florida, i got to be honest, compared to living up north. I, I, I don't get sucked into the holiday grind and the holiday spirit like I did growing up because there's no change in temperature. I mean, it, was, it was 88 degrees today. Sorry for those of you up north. It was 88 degrees today. It was awesome. I'll never move up there again. I miss you guys up there, but I'll never live up there again. Anyway, uh, let, let's uh, a couple minutes here. A couple things I want to touch on. Let's do a, a really deep conspiracy. Uh, as you know, there's been a family for, God, this has been going on for a while now. Years and years and years. They're up in uh, the Area 51 segment of the world. The Groom Mine had been in the Sheehan family for 130 years until the federal government seized it through eminent domain in the fall of 2015. So far, the family has not been compensated. My family are patriots. They always have been. We believe in this country. And to be treated this way by your own government is unacceptable. The federal government is appraising the land at $330,000, but the family thinks it's worth more. There's a huge disparity in value here. We have a group of experts, not just one, not just two, but three experts who looked at this property and considered the unique aspect of it and determined the value between $44 million to $116 million. Fox News analyst and real estate lawyer Bob Massey said the taking of the land may be inevitable, but the real fight is establishing the value of it. Most property owners know you're not going to necessarily defeat the idea that they don't have the right to take. They're going to exercise that right. The battleground is always damages. The battleground is always appraised values. The disputed land overlooks the secretive U.S. Air Force facility Area 51. In a statement, the Air Force laid out their reasons for wanting the property. Over the years, technology development has increased demand for the Nevada test and training range assets, and the Air Force has developed infrastructure that directly supports range activities that cannot be replicated elsewhere. We don't want you to share shit. Department is representing the U.S. government. They could not comment on pending litigation. The Sheehan family and their legal representatives want this to go to a jury trial and are hopeful for a spring court date. The case is currently in discovery. In Las Vegas, Andrew Kraft, Fox News. I don't know if you guys remember, I covered this a while back and discussed this. And these people, like, had bombs dropped on their property, 
you know, accidentally by the U.S. government, you know, because that's what the U.S. government does. It actually drops bombs on people or it intentionally drops bombs on people if that's what they need to do to get the result they want. Just saying. Something to think about. So that's all I do this for. I don't do this because I think I'm right. I don't do this because I, I have some kind of inside information. I don't do this because I'm smart. I do this because I can look and say one in six American adults say they have taken psychiatric drugs. Um, why? How about we ask how many teenagers have taken psychotropic drugs? I mean, we wonder what's wrong with our society. We wonder why people don't pay attention, why people are so lost in the world that that's around them. They don't even get it. There's days I don't even get it. I don't even want to be here. I just give me my island. Leave me alone. Let the let the major nations blow each other up. But it's not like that anymore. We can't let them do that. If we let them do that, they'll destroy all of us. Can't just have little nations, you know, blowing each other up. There's so many things to think about. The holidays are upon us. Uh, next week, I'll try to keep it a little lighter. Try to make it a little festive and happy. After the holidays leading into the new year. I might do something New Year's Eve. I'm not sure yet. I know I have people coming over. Uh, maybe we'll do some music. I'll see what the other hosts are, are thinking about. But no matter what. You know, I'll always be here. I'll always be telling you what, what I feel. What I believe. And I'll always encourage you. To challenge me. Make me think differently. That's going to be a hard one, my friends. You've been listening to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence. I can't forget them. That'd be so rude of me. You guys have a great evening. I'll talk to you next week. Merry Christmas. Peace out. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through. This world Always trying to prove That we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place it's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole 
been free I'm guided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go And I But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now's time to connect it's an SOS, the death's been sent So now we just wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity
Let me out. Thoughts inside my mind. 